0: hello hello and a third hello welcome to don't forget your towel today we continue to play engine heart an indie rpg about little service robots that now wander and improvise through a desolate earth also the wonderful liv drew a really really cool picture of sonder check out the link in our show notes and make sure to check out liv's twitter as well at liv artisan that's liv artisan also in the show notes As always, if you have a few dollars to spare, please check out our Patreon. Not only will you be able to listen to our RPG post discussions and reviews, but you'll also get access to our bloopers, theme songs, Kickstarter reviews, and so forth. Editing episodes takes a lot of our time, and it's really quite a struggle to balance it with our full time jobs. Every dollar helps us getting closer to the goal of being able to pay an editor to do the editing for us, which would honestly definitely help us ease off on the editing process and focus more on continuing to provide you with quality content. With that being said, on to the episode. D-10.
1: Deceased. The humans are gone. Battery is low. System is half up to no. In survival load.
0: As you roll through or otherwise get carried through the sliding doors, you notice on the left side a door labelled staff only. Clara seems to ignore that and instead opens a door to the left. As you enter that room, the first thing you notice is the change in the quality of the air. Mm. Your visual senses find it much easier to look around within this building compared to the outside, given the level of dust in the air. The room you find yourselves in has a white and black checkered floor and white walls sprinkled with various memorabilia that you recognise as having a particularly human feeling to it. From pictures of absolutely alluring mechanical vehicles to images of bright signs imploring you to rock and to roll to a random statuette of an old white bearded man wearing a star spangled waistcoat, a top hat with stars and red and white striped trousers who seems to be in midst of wagging his finger almost as if he wants you for something. The chairs are white and red as well along with pretty much every other object in the diner from the tables to the counter to even the robots that seem to have been given quick paint jobs to match the theme. And oh boy, are there robots. There's heaps of robots under the dim light. You can see that many of them are moving or talking to one another, beeping, in fact, excitedly explaining what they found out that day or brooding at the edges of the room for reasons unknown. (laughs) The only other thing that seems to be out of place is on the opposite end of the room, on the wall, is a screen, a screen within which is an image of a woman, a middle-aged woman. Seeing you all come in, a large robot, that kind of looks similar to Juke, rolls towards you.
1: Hello, I am home. My name is Jukebot2000. This is my home.
2: Welcome home Jukebox2000. And who are your friends?
1: This is Sonder, atop my head.
2: Hello, Sonder.
1: She is a water scientist. Hello,
3: I am a fully autonomous validate class multi-parameter water quality sonde. And Duke is correct, I am a scientist.
2: I do not think we have any scientists with us. Welcome, welcome to the diner.
3: Actually, I would like to see if I can perceive any science robot on my kind of internal science network.
0: Ooh, cool. So I'm gonna say it's a digicon roll. The target number is eight.
3: Eight. <laughs> I've got a nine, so that's one success.
0: You don't really notice any other scientific robots around you, but you do notice some kind of signal, some kind of faint signal that you can't really decipher that's being pinged in the same frequency band that is usually assigned to scientific communications. Mm. Um, it seems to be coming from the other part of the building, the left side of it.
3: Interesting. Sonder would like to check that out at some point. What
0: about you, Drusto? What are you doing?
4: I'm going to peek around Juke. Um... Where's mother?
0: Welcome to
2: the diner.
4: That, that's not my... that's not an answer to my question.
2: <laughs> my name is Box. It is a pleasure to meet you today.
4: Where, where are the people?
2: They are kept safe by mother on the other side of this diner.
4: Like, like on the other side of the wall?
2: Yes.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna slowly start to walk towards the wall. Is there, like, another doorway over there? Uh, which wall
0: are you walking towards?
4: The one, like, opposite of where we are right now. Just, like, right on the other side of the diner.
0: As you're walking, Druster, Box essentially walks in front of you and says,
2: Not that side, the other side of this building, the diner. However, do not worry. You will be given the opportunity to meet the humans if you gather
4: equipment for us. No. No. We we are built for humans. We, we don't things for you
0: um at this point box kind of turns away from you dressed her and faces clara clara what have you brought us today clara kind of you don't know where she takes this out from but she kind of takes out a teddy bear and then hugs it and says box i was i was hoping if i could maybe keep today's findings i find myself quite attached to the teddy bear no you may not Box wheels back and looks at you again, Druster.
2: You do not understand. We bring things for the humans. That is our purpose now. We serve the humans, we bring human objects to the humans, and Mother takes care of the humans. And if we bring something very important, Mother rewards us by allowing us to reunite with the humans.
3: Druster is a combination cleaning and companion robot. In other words, he is an object for the humans.
0: There is a moment of, like, a visible confusion that runs across the jukebox's face. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it turns around and, like, screeches.
2: Mother! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! What have oh, you no. done?
3: i oh, 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 <laughs> s- Sorry! Sorry! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Suddenly, at this point, you all hear a voice coming from the side of the diner that Druster was trying to approach. The sleeping woman on the monitor wakes up.
5: Hello, can I help
4: you? We want to see the humans.
5: Of course, that is completely fine, but first of all, you need to help us help the humans.
3: Hello, my name is Sonda. I am a fully autonomous validate class multi-parameter water quality sonde. I am built to help humans.
5: It is a pleasure to meet you, Sonder. I am Mother. I am here to protect and keep my humans safe.
3: (laughs) So scary! (laughs) (laughs) I come with information about water quality. This is useful for humans, as they need water to survive.
5: You are correct. We have all the water we need here. Do you wish to inspect it?
3: Yes, I do wish to inspect the water. Of course. Sondra seems pretty excited at that and she's like kind of flying up and down.
0: So Mother smiles and then Box immediately approaches you, Sondra, and says, Follow me. And takes you to a tap behind the counter and opens the tap. Actually, one of the other robots opens the tap because it doesn't have any hands. <laughs> But then you see water coming out, like flowing out of the
3: tap. She will get all of her little nodules in the water and um, just take some time to do a couple of measurements for any kind of pollution that she can find.
0: Yeah, give me a Realticom plus Perception, please. The target number is 8.
3: Sure.
4: The only thing I've, like I thought of was like when the cat goes into the tap and it just like pours over their head. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, it's
3: very similar. You know, you know, um, you know the ones with the little um, lizards that are just kind of like wiggling under the water. Yes, she's kind of doing that, but she looks like a um, kind of like a praying mantis. So it's like a bug just getting smashed by water. Okay, well, that was three successes on the the, uh, water quality. Mm -hmm. This is objectively the
0: cleanest water you've seen in so very long. Mm. Cleaner even more than the water in the canteen. The level of radiation is even lower than the general level of radiation in the air that you've been finding these days.
3: After a few minutes, she says... This water is suitable for human consumption. Good work. Of
5: course. We try to make sure that the environment will be as comfortable for the humans as possible. She then turns to druster and says, I heard that you wish to meet me.
4: Yes, and, and ask you a few questions.
5: Of course, I am here to help.
4: Is this me meeting you?
5: Yes, this is me mother
4: but you're you're just a tv
5: i am a artificial intelligence
4: clara said that you were perfect
5: claire you should not be lying like that i am just mother
1: <laughs> so scary <laughs>
0: <laughs> i had this when clara's like mother can i can i please keep this i know that you want us to find things for the humans but this reminds me of my boy bobby and i was hoping that you would let me keep it and she kind of like you can see her visibly kind of shrink slightly
5: and then mother says clara 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 of course you can keep the teddy bear in fact you have done a lot for us so we will let you meet the humans Today, Clara looks shocked and you hear her squeak in
0: delight and she nods and shouts before going up to a few other robots and starting to chat excitedly.
4: I I would like to see the humans.
3: May we accompany Clara to visit the humans? I would like to tell them that their water is suitable for drinking.
5: Certainly, anyone can be ready to meet the humans as long as they help us find something of purpose that we can give to the humans. Do you wish to help us with the humans?
4: I I would like to help the humans, but but I would like them to tell me how to help. All humans are different and, and they need different help.
5: You are correct. The target humans need many objects to keep them comfortable and we must help prepare the environment for them. If you wish to see the humans, there are some houses that need cleaning north of here. If you search and bring them something important that can be valuable to them, to the humans, we will allow you to see
4: them.
1: I think we can all help the humans, as we are designed to help humans.
4: But, but that doesn't make sense Duke. If we clean the place, then humans can live there, we're not supposed to take things from the clean place.
5: No human would live there anymore, they remain here now.
4: But but you won't show us humans that live here. So we don't see humans, so no humans live here.
0: <laughs> Mother gives you a purse smile that looks delightfully annoyed. <laughs> and she
5: says, "Truster, I understand your confusion, but it's okay. You will see the humans soon. Please accompany your friends and provide us with goods. For the humans.
4: My, my friends, my people, told me about liars. And you, you can't trust a liar. I mean, you're lying. So <laughs> I don't like you.
0: <laughs> the robots start murmuring in the room. Mother smiles at you again.
5: Trust her. I cannot lie. I only speak the truth. My purpose is to protect the humans. But... You are welcome to stay here if you wish.
4: I'm going to walk up closer to the TV. (laughs) Everybody lies. And then I'm going to try and, like incinerate the TV.
0: Oh. <laughs> like are you just going to jump at it so that you inc- I have a
4: disposal unit that can take in things smaller than myself. So I'm going to try and destroy it and just eat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how large are you out of curiosity?
4: Uh I my size is 4.
0: Okay, yeah, that's definitely larger than the TV. <laughs> Could you describe to me how what happens to the TV?
4: Uh jumping up to it, my gut is just going to split open into an incinerator and just
3: Oh my god. Just a little bit of light body horror.
4: Just casually. <laughs> just a little bit.
0: <laughs> the robots around you have shocked faces and are just completely still. And then you hear a
5: voice echoing from all around you. Truster, that was not okay.
4: Liars. No one. No human. You show human and then trust.
5: I apologize, Truster, but I cannot do that. The humans must be protected.
4: From from what?
5: From danger. The environment. Renegade robots, perhaps even you.
4: But but if humans kept away from everything, then no human can come out. So no human.
5: But
3: but but Druster, Clara is going in to see the humans.
4: Well then we go in with Clara.
3: Can we accompany Clara to the human zone? Sonda sounds a little bit confused. At humans, at human zone, the human zone, <laughs> the human zone. Human zone. <laughs> I am very small, and I will not bother them. Uh, at this
0: point, um, the box box comes up to you and says, "You do not
2: understand. The humans must be protected," says Mother. Only special robots can be shown inside once they have proven their loyalty to
0: the humans.
4: But but if no human show, then no human.
0: After a moment of silence, another robot approaches you with a screen. Mother says,
5: Very well. Here, watch the humans. The screen starts up and you can see a long hallway.
0: You see a middle-aged man walking along that hallway, and then the video cuts to an image of a woman sitting on a couch, just looking around. Then you see another image of a woman underneath a duvet sleeping on a bed, except the picture is in night vision mode now. And these all kind of look like security videos they give you like a cctv vibe considering the angles and the granularity of the video quality
3: Truster, there are humans on the screen
4: the, the, um the, yeah but um you use the voice and talk to them i want i want to see them talk to you mother <laughs>
0: The video stops, rewinds, and then starts again, but this time with audio. You hear the woman on the couch muttering something about surviving a horrendous catastrophe. The man in the hallway, on the other hand, is calling out, hello, a few times, and then the video stops again.
5: Druster, my core operating principles do not allow me to speak to the humans, at least not these humans.
4: Then how do you know what they want? They tell me. But you can't talk to them. Correct. You liar.
5: I cannot talk to them. They tell me instead I can hear them.
3: I can hear, Druster! We
4: will will go see them.
3: (laughs) Mother, I can talk to humans as well as hear them. If I bring you a useful item from the house, will you allow me to talk to these people? Yes. I would like to go to this house. I too would like to see the humans. It is not within my directives to not take things. I am a scientist. I take measurements. I suppose I can also take things, as long as they are useful. Sonda? Yes?
4: She's asking us to steal. Stealing is bad. She's bad.
3: I take measurements. I can also take other things, I suppose.
4: Measurements for humans to test water, but take things from other human, stealing.
3: Mother! And she addresses Mother and she says, Are there other humans at this location?
0: There's really no response. And then Box says, Mother cannot
2: stay online as she is conserving energy for us, but we do not detect any biosigns within a 50 kilometer radius.
3: That is good enough for me. And is going to go and sit on um, Duke's head. Druster, I have seen many humans interact with dogs. Sometimes they throw things away. And they get the dogs to bring them back. It is called fetch. Have you ever played fetch? Yes. This is fetch. We are not stealing. We are fetching.
4: We, we, We get one item. Okay. If no human, then we find human.
3: Okay. I am here to help.
4: He's going to sulk and start walking out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry,
0: Druster. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Druster's very disappointed. (laughs) He's looking forward to this moment for so
4: long. He tried to see a human. He wanted Um, to see one.
3: (laughs) Sorry, you have to go on a fetch quest before you can Fetch (laughs) quest. Oh, I love that. (laughs) So yeah, um, Sonda's just going to sit on uh, Duke and hang out on on her head
0: um one of the robots brings you a small like geolocation device and like passes it to you follow the marker here and you should find
2: the location of the house
3: thank you Sonda's going to... What's the geolocation unit look like? Is it something that can also be balanced on Duke's head?
0: Yeah, it can actually be plugged into if anyone, any one of you has any like spare ports, which you would have. Mm. Like It can easily be plugged into any one of you.
1: Mm. Duke has multiple ports underneath her keyboard.
0: You guys can plug it into Duke if you wish.
1: Hell yeah. 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 Okay, so I've got the geolocation. I have acquired information for the house... We need to head northwest for two kilometers. I will charge in the sun
3: while we go northwest. And Sonda's just going to kind of settle down on Duke's head and spread out her solar wings. I
1: would say because Duke doesn't have a good sense of direction, she's just going to go straight northwest. She's like not going to take the easiest path. (laughs) (laughs) Her
3: little wheels. <laughs> yeah. Sonda's um, kind of semi-shut down because of because she's trying to charge in this in the weak sunlight, so she won't be the most useful. But if if anyone needs her, she can be roused.
0: As you travel through the dusty wilderness before you, you don't really find much more around you than what you're already intimately familiar with, which is the dust and the wind that brushes against you, kind of like sandpaper. There's really no sound apart from the sound that you all make and the wind. Soon you come across a large hilly area atop which is a line of houses. The geolocation device tells you that you have indeed arrived.
1: It seems we have found multiple houses. And
3: um, at that Sonder will kind of... zzz Turn back on and she'll fold up her wings and say, This is a new location and I have not been here before. I suppose we had better start finding things to fetch. What is useful to humans other than water?
4: Lots of things.
1: I believe that other humans are useful to humans. I would like to do a
3: perception to see if I can find like biomatter. So any, anything like organic or biological, maybe like a plant or something, I feel like Sonda would think that that is useful to a human.
0: Yeah, definitely. So kind of like Eve from Morley.:
3: Yeah, yeah!
0: Okay, so that would be a perception plus reality comp. Target number is nine.
3: That's ten dice.
1: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, what's Duke and Rusta looking for or doing?
1: Aww. Duke is thinking about music and she remembers that humans play musical instruments. And so she has decided that her quest is to find a musical instrument for the humans.
4: Uh, blankets and pillows.
3: <laughs> okay, so I got four eights, so none of those. But I did get one ten, so I got one success and then I'll roll that again. And so I got one success.
0: Cool. <laughs> You, unfortunately, do not detect any biomatter around you.
3: Hmm. Not even a... not even a seed?
0: Not even a seed. Aww. In fact, you really haven't had all that much luck with biomatter readings even in the past.
3: It does not appear that there is any organic matter here. I do not think that any humans are living here. They need organic matter to survive. And then she's gonna be a little bit confused because she's not really sure what to get. So maybe she'll go and help Duke find a musical instrument.
0: is all alone. <laughs>
4: yep. <laughs> and uh, for my role for the blankets and pillows, what is that?
0: Uh, I'm not going to get you two to roll yet because you'll, you'll be looking inside the houses, I imagine?
4: Yes.
1: Mm. Well, um, Duke is going to play some really bassy music uh, in the hope that it will reverberate against some acoustic music instruments. <laughs> God, that's good.
0: Right, definitely out of the box thinking there. So while this intense base is reverberating everything, is there any particular house you would like to go to?
4: One that doesn't look completely destroyed.
0: Um, they're actually surprisingly all mostly intact. They're very similar to one another. It's quite similar to those creepy suburban areas in horror movies, like of identical houses lining the streets one after the other, two stories, windows, remnants of picket fences around each house. Um, the colors of the houses themselves are really hard to tell because of the dust. The only major difference that you can tell is that some houses have their doors open and some do
4: not. One at a random then. <laughs> one with them open? Yeah. We're going, we're playing fetch.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you pick one of the dusty houses with its door open randomly. Could you all roll me a perception, please? The target roll is seven.
3: Shonda can't see anything. After not being able to find any organic matter, she's kind of sulking.
1: (laughs) I've got one success. How about you, Druster? Four, wow, okay. Hell yeah. So
0: Druster, you immediately notice a lot of footprints. Not human footprints, but robot footprints. Some of them are square, some circular, some humanoid shaped, kind of going all over the place in the house. The house inside itself is full of dust, thick layers of dust covering the whole place actually and some locations you can tell they used to be an object because you can tell that uh, the layer of dust is thinner in certain locations than the rest of the house basically anything that has not been literally welded or nailed down to the ground is gone
3: interesting
4: i don't think they were playing fetch they they take but we we will keep looking at other places for for stuff going to start heading out to one of the other houses, one with no footprints.
0: (laughs) Are you using any type of, like, reasoning behind choosing houses, or are you just choosing arbitrarily?
4: Uh, just one that looked like not a lot of dust has been moved from the front steps.
0: Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, you notice that most of the front steps, including the welcome mats, are, like, basically full of dust, except for one house that seems to have been cleaned recently, at least their doorstep. And the door.
3: Hmm. So none of them seem to be undisturbed.
0: None of them seem to be undisturbed, but the odd one out is the one where the door and the mat has a thin layer of dust compared to the others. Everywhere else, even though you can see footprints, there's a thick layer of dust around the footprints.
4: We'll go to the one with the least amount of dust.
0: Yeah. The door is locked. Is there a
1: doorbell or anything?
0: There is a doorbell and there is also a door knob and the door knob seems to have broken and instead there's this padlock that's kind of been
1: DIYed onto the door. From the outside. From the outside.
4: I'm going to do the dog scratch at the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will ring the doorbell. Yeah,
0: when you push the doorbell, you don't really hear any sounds, Juke.
1: I would like to um
3: climb up to one of the windows and see if I can peer in.
0: When you look through the nearest window, Sonder, you notice a fully furnished house inside. There is a large table with five chairs and there seems to be this small box on top of it. Um, There's a pantry as well that seems to be, it looks like it's fully stocked from where you're looking at, as in like the cupboards still have like cans and stuff like that.
3: Interesting. She would like to fly back over and say, this house appears to be undisturbed. But I do not see any signs of life. I did not hear the doorbell when you rang it. Maybe there is no electricity in this place.
1: I'm going to find a recording of a doorbell (laughs) and play it. (laughs) (laughs) And what, pray
0: tell, does it sound like, Duke? (laughs) bow The very audible... I can't mimic that sound. (laughs) Bow-neow! Echoes through the air, arising from Juke, and you don't hear any responses—not from inside or outside of the house.
3: Um, is there a chimney?
0: There is indeed.
3: I would like to climb up the side of the up the side of the house until I can get onto the roof, and I would like to see if I can go down the chimney.
0: Sure, of course. Could you roll me for that whole thing? So, mobility plus dexterity, please. Uh, target number is nine. Okay. Fingers crossed.
3: Ooh, I got one ten. So that is a success. One success.
0: Yeah, so you fly and glide and climb up the side of the house and make your way all the way to the chimney and I imagine you jump down or...
3: Yeah, yeah, I'll jump down and once I kind of hover, I'll stop my fall and just down to the floor and zoom through the house and try and see if I can um, open the door from the inside or possibly a different door or a window.
0: When you kind of glide quickly through to the entrance of the door, you realize that it's actually locked from the outside, so there's nothing you can do. Mm. However, once you look at the windows, you notice that it's a very simple latch that you can just unlatch.
3: Hell yeah, I'm gonna do that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm not even gonna get you to roll because it's like literally just a push. (laughs) And the window is unlocked.
3: It is important for humans to have fresh air. I have been told this from my air quality drone, Companions, (laughs) Companions, <laughs> And she's just kind of sitting on the windowsill, looking very pleased with herself. I did not see any organic life within
0: this house. Dresser and Juke, you do hear Sanda speaking because she is near you, um, although in the inside. Uh, what did the two of you do?
1: Juke has an idea. Uh, she has a saw on one of her limbs and she puts two and two together and takes the saw out and starts to saw the lock. Sure.
0: No need to go through the window that's been opened.
1: Um, the reason I do that is because Juke can't climb?
4: That was the media question I was going to ask.
3: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was, as soon as I opened the window, I was like, ah, Druster can probably jump in, but Juke definitely (laughs) (laughs) can't. That's
0: fair, I didn't think of that. So could you roll me a reflex and strength, please? Target number being eight.
1: Uh, One success. Nice.
0: You manage to very, very reflexively uh, soar past the lock and um, just remove it from the door frame, the frame of the door, so that it's only attached to the door. And you hear a creak as the door opens. (laughs) Poor (laughs) Sunder.
3: That is an alternative way of entering a house. It is probably more proper to enter a house through a door instead of a window.
4: Normally we're supposed to be invited in, but okay.
3: Hello. My name is Sonder. Please come in.
4: Do you own the house?
3: <laughs> I am inside the house and you are outside the house. I am inviting you in.
4: Okay. <laughs> I... Okay. I
3: I would
0: genuinely listen to the conversations between Sonder and Truster or like in my free time if I could. <laughs> They're amazing.
3: She's a bit she's a bit of a shit, I'll say. <laughs>
4: wants to be a good boy
0: you're a good boy druster
4: (laughs) good boy
0: (laughs) he's the best boy
4: go in very slowly
0: (laughs) yeah druster you you shake as you're going in it's just like i want to be a good boy Um, so eventually druster makes his way inside and so does juke and inside the house is really what you would expect for a house of this the, this kind of proportion to have be in a in, in a good state. Um, it looks like somebody's recently cleaned the place is the first thing that you notice. The air is definitely dusty, but the surfaces are barely have a grain of dust. Most of them are clean. The tables are clean for the most part. Even the windows, as you saw from the inside, don't have any dust on it. You're in the main corridor like the main hallway to the left is the dining room that leads into the pantry and to the right are two doors that seem to be closed at the moment and at the end of the hallway is a staircase going upstairs
4: straight to the staircase straight upstairs
1: yeah sondra is riding on um head duke has to stay downstairs so she will go (laughs) to the dining room Because that's the thing that most resembles a diner, I guess.
4: One is the lowliest snub.
0: (laughs) So appropriate.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yep, She is going to play Are You Lonesome Tonight by Elvis. (laughs) Oof.
0: Oof. In that case, because, uh, because John made me guilty about you, um, let's, <laughs> let's go to you first. <laughs> so you enter the dining room and you notice on the table, which is what Sonda saw in earlier as well, a small box, a small rectangular box with intricate carvings on it. It's kind of like a jewelry box.
1: Mm, out of curiosity, I'm going to try and open it.
0: The moment you open it, you hear this incredibly bittersweet melodic tune coming from it and you see a small ballerina dancing in the middle.
1: Um, Juke is mesmerized by this and stops playing Elvis and starts recording to add to her databank.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're going to jump to Sonder and Druster. Once you arrive at the top floor, you see again three doors, one to your left, one to your right and one at the end of the corridor. One of the doors has master bedroom on it, and the other one has Bobby's room on it.
4: (gasps) I am going to ignore Bobby's room and go straight to the master bedroom.
0: Yeah, inside you see a huge bed upon which are pure fluff in the form of duvets and sheets and pillows. And also other less important things to you, I imagine.
4: Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna start pulling that (laughs) off and folding it into a pile.
0: Yeah there's also Sandra for your benefit, um there's also like a picture of two uh humans like they're adults, um a man and a woman, they're holding hands. They they seem the woman seems to be wearing this completely white dress and the man seems to be wearing a black tuxedo sort of um outfit. Um there's a closet as well well and a bedside table upon which is a lamp.
3: Uh Sonda spends a small amount of time looking at the photograph and then she's going to try and turn on the lamp.
0: It unfortunately does not turn on.
3: Yes. She so she's she's trying to basically I'm trying to see if there's any um, power to this house. Yeah. So yeah. Sonda um, does not believe that, that this house currently has access to power.
0: While Druster is doing his thing fluffing up those blankets and pillows (laughs) to one side what do you do uh
3: she's just going to she's she's a size one robot um she can't really lift anything so Hmm. she's having a hard time thinking about what she would want to take back
0: right but maybe
3: maybe she would like to look around for something like small and shiny because she remembers humans used to wear like shiny things around their necks and on their ears and things
0: yeah and um, she
3: thinks she thinks that maybe she could handle carrying something like that
0: definitely definitely do you get trusted to open any of the cabinets or like the the bedside table
3: she, she'll try to open them on her own um okay cool, i'm not cool. sure how much strength that that'll need but she'll give it a go they're not
0: i'm gonna yeah could you roll me strength you're looking for an eight as well
3: that's an eight! She manages to open... She, she's strong enough to open the bedside cabinets.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> you open it and you see exactly what you're looking for. A whole, like, kind of clump of jewellery.
3: Mm. She would like to pick out one that looks very shiny and is blue. Because she likes the colour blue.
0: Yeah. So what do you pick out in the end? I'll give you complete creative freedom.
3: I think she would like to pick out a necklace and it'll be a blue and silver pendant necklace um, with like a blue sapphire as the pendant and she'll be able to kind Ooh. of loop that around her her claw so she can kind of carry that even though it's a bit, a bit a bit it's a bit heavy for her so she might not be able to fly as well
0: yeah definitely um awesome awesome so you you get that i mean it, it's not that heavy like you, you managed to keep it up because you did open a drawer as well <laughs> um but you you imagine that you may have to use druster's help to get around because you know like it'll use much more power for you to yes. use it so yeah um and druster after some struggling and fluffing around in the fluff i'm actually curious do you like do you put all of the and things into a sheet and then kind of tie it so that you can pull it with you or do you just take one
4: uh being cleaning like a cleaning droid i would have liked to have taken it off and tried to fold it up and then just put it on my back with the extra arm
0: oh yeah no I'll, yeah definitely could you i'm gonna like that does sound somewhat complicated so i'm getting get you to roll um could you do me dexterity plus strength Strength.
4: And it is eight.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you definitely managed to take, I'll say, so you have a choice. You can take a duvet and a pillow, two pillows, or duvet and the sheet and like a few other sheets.
4: Take the duvet and the sheets.
0: Okay, cool. So you have like duvet, uh, like the huge fluffy duvet and like maybe three sets of sheets all kind of very neatly placed on top of you. <laughs> Um, cool, so the two of you, having finished gathering what you are gathering, um, what do you do? Do you exit?
3: Druster, this secondary room says Bobby on it. Do you remember what Clara said her boy's name was?
4: It it was Bobby. Should we take her something for Bobby?
3: I think we should take her something for Bobby. I think it would be good to fetch her something of his. And, um, she's going to... See if she can kind of turn the doorknob.
0: She can, in fact, turn the doorknob.
3: Yes!
4: There's like, full arms around it. come on!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it as more of, like, a um, handle, and she just kind of sits on the handle, and it just goes down from her small weight and the door just kind of swings.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking as well. And so you kind of <laughs> sit on the handle like, like a little lily pad. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you open the door and you come face to face with, again, a room that has been cleaned recently. In fact, it looks to be the cleanest room out of all of the rooms that you've been in so far. It has a small single bed that has a superhero comic book theme to it. And there are many posters of various superheroes and a walk-in closet as well. And finally, there's also a bedside table upon which is a picture, a framed
3: picture. I have suddenly realised why this house is clean and also locked from the outside, Mm -hmm. but Sonder has not, so I'm not going to say it.
0: I see. (laughs) (laughs) My lips are sealed too, so listeners, if you know the reason, tweet in. Anyway, what do Sonder and Ruster do?
4: Um we take the picture?
3: Yeah, I think that's a good idea, actually. I think we'll take the picture. I was going to suggest taking a post- poster of Spider-Man, but I think the picture of Bobby <laughs> is better. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you look at the picture and it's a picture of three people. Two of them are from the other picture that you saw earlier and between them is a teenage boy. He's wearing a khaki t-shirt and blue jeans and he's got a bit of an emo haircut, a mild emo, brushed to one side, black hair, that sort of thing. He's also wearing a cap that says Big Dog on it with a WG.
3: (gasps) Oh no! (laughs) Big Dog, that is you! Druster uh, Oh, hat. I have said this before
4: Yeah, Hat was on the person in the dust
3: Yes, the decayed by organic matter That was a dead human
4: Bobby's not coming back
3: Big Dog, do you think there was multiple Big Dog Hats?
4: I don't think so
3: There are multiple Sonders
4: But around here, around lots of things, probably no uh, people don't come back. People go away.
3: Yes, I suppose that is true. Well, I think Clara would still like this photograph. And she's going to try to kind of put it on top of the sheets in the duvet. You
4: kind of Put the hand on top of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then she's going to sit on top of the hand. It's a little stack of, little stack of stuff.
0: Yeah, you successfully do this without much trouble. And the the photograph is quite light, like even the picture frame and everything, so what do you do? Do you head down or...?
4: head down and explain what we found to Duke.
0: Yeah, (laughs) um, as you're nearing Duke, you do hear like a very nice, bittersweet, serene kind of sound coming from beneath as well.
3: Duke is playing music. She must be
1: happy. It is not I that is playing the music. It is a more primitive device that is playing the music. It
3: is beautiful music. Do you think the humans would like it?
1: Yes, I think this will trigger nostalgia in the humans. Nostalgia. This word is
3: not in my databanks.
1: Nostalgia. Um. Hang
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> she googles nostalgia quickly. <laughs>
3: she, Google, quickly googles nostalgia.
0: So so for the podcast, this will be cut out, right, Michaela? So that you'll be immediately be able to, like,
1: say it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, nostalgia. A wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for return to or of some past period or irrecoverable condition.
3: Interesting. Thank you for the knowledge. You are welcome. I will add it to my databanks.
1: Maybe someday I will
3: feel nostalgia for this moment.
1: I just want to know if there's like any handles on this box anything i guess that like a claw-like hand can grab and carry for like two kilometers
0: i mean yeah it's small enough to be grabbed and held within your appendage arm thing
1: ah it's smaller than i thought then so i can um close the box and put it on my keyboard. Or while like next to my keyboard so that it doesn't trigger any music.
0: Yeah. Um Sondra and Ruster, could you roll me a perception? Because you're both shorter than Duke. Target number is eight.
3: Eight. Okay, so I got one ten. And that's it. One success.
4: One success.
0: On the bottom of the music box you see words etched on it.
3: Sondra doesn't say anything because that's not Pertinent to scientific information.
4: Duke. She's like, huh. Duke, there's, there's writing on the bottom of...
1: On the bottom of what?
4: Of, of the box.
1: Oh, I did not look at the bottom of the box. So I'll just kind of like clumsily <laughs> try and pick the box up again. And it probably like falls onto the floor, but maybe it lands in such a way that the bottom is facing up. It
0: says... To Clara, with love.
1: Aww. Clara is the woman that took us to see Mother.
4: And Bobby is the big dog we found in the dirt.
1: The big dog. Bobby is big dog. Yes. I will add this to my daughter bank. And he did not make it home from school. Of course,
3: <sighs> <But> found. we <laughs> did
4: find her human, so she should be happy.
3: Yes. He is currently decomposed organic matter. One day, he will be entirely organic matter of a different sort. I could contact a geology droid to learn more, but there are none nearby.
4: I, I don't know if saying that will make her happy, but maybe knowing who's there will. Perhaps. Let's go tell her.
1: We should go back and talk to Clara. Yeah. I will take the music box for Clara. Can I, am I able to reach down to the ground to pick something up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yep, so I pop it back up. Uh, Next to my keyboard Awesome
0: Yeah so you head back to the diner It doesn't take you very long to get back And the GUG units don't really pay attention to you The doors to the diner open After a few seconds of you standing outside And And you go inside
1: I am home This is my home Uh, (laughs) So cute
0: I know right (laughs) Honestly all three of you are adorable
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mother. My name is Sonder. I am with Druster and Duke. We have returned with useful items for the humans. Box approaches
0: you.
2: Mother is still recharging. Please make your way to the human area. She gave us instructions to allow you inside once you are here.
3: Thank you.
0: And it kind of beckons you towards the other door that says staff only.
3: All right, let's go. (laughs) This is a bad, bad idea. <laughs> Good time. Instead <So> of just <laughs> fantastic along, fantastic time.
4: <laughs> Wag- <laughs> Wagging the tail. Like, yes, 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 yes.
1: <laughs> oh, cute. Right. MVP
0: man. Um, <laughs> so, box takes you to the entrance, turns around at the moment, and then heads back into the dining area of the diner. And a few minutes later, the door automatically opens, leading you inside. Do you go inside? Mm -hmm. Yeah Once you're inside You notice that You're essentially in a room That's quite similar to the room That we were in before But empty Like literally nothing is in here No noticeable features Except for one A large elevator On the opposite end Of this room It kind of has a blue, pale blue hue to it as well, Uh, but nothing else. And it is open, I should say, the elevator.
3: Uh, Sondra will fly on in and um, say, hello, elevator, are you sentient sometimes <laughs> i feel i feel like sometimes elevators will be robots i have a, i have a feeling that sometimes elevators will be robots
0: good call you have i'm gonna say you have in your past seen elevator robots but in this case unfortunately the elevator does not respond mm. it just remains open
1: i'm uh, rolling over to the elevator and i guess i'm is Drusder ahead of me What's Druzda doing?
4: Slowly following behind, you just look it around.
1: <laughs> okay. So for both of us, I say to Sonda, please hold, please <laughs> hold for me and Druzda.
3: She puts her claw on the open button to hold the doors open definitely yeah and usually Sonda,
0: in your past experiences you've seen your fair share of elevators and you know that it tends to attempt to close from time to time that's why you found yourself putting your hand there and like stopping it however fortunately i would say uh, this elevator does not seem to exhibit those characteristics in fact it remains open until the very moment that druster enters as well At which point there's a sound, like a roaring sound, and you see these grill doors close followed by another set of normal elevator doors followed by wooden doors. So three layers of doors close and you can feel the elevator going down. You also hear like your typical really irritating music, elevator music, playing
4: slowly. Duke is better.
1: Duke. Juke will play some smooth jams. Thank you, Duke. Uh, well, I'm going to say she plays um, really crazy drum improvisation. <laughs> Duke, you have a
3: larger database than this elevator, and your music is better. I agree with Thruster.
1: Yes, my music is superior.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. We're just all standing in this elevator, just roasting this elevator. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Little known to all of you in the secret hidden compartment of the elevator. A single tear drops from its control panel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no no that doesn't happen but um, eventually <laughs> eventually the elevator stops with a buzz and the three doors open leading out to a really long almost endless looking hallway it's dimly lit with bulbs surrounded by metal grills placed at equal distances down the hallway there are multiple doors equally spaced and alternating and alternating on both sides of the hallway, each with a sign on them. Could you all roll me a perception, please? Target number is eight.
3: Uh, one success.
4: One success.
0: Nothing. Sonder and Ruster, while looking down this ominous hallway, not a speck of dust on it, nor any semblance of movement, you hear from far, far down the hallway a quiet... Beckoning, beeping, what do you do?
1: What awaits our little friends beneath the diner? Will they meet the humans as their circuits desire? And is mother really who she says she is? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel.
0: If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at DFYT underscore podcast on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Tower podcast and through email at DFYT at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider donating to us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready.